Welcome to episode one of BloxCast, a podcast dealing with everything digital media from townnews.com. My name is Rick Rogers, vice president of townnews.com, and we are really excited about bringing you our, our new BloxCast podcast, which is really something that I've been passionate about bringing to our partners and those interested in the digital media field for quite some time. And the, really the goal of BloxCast is you know, not just going to be me talking about uh, all things digital media, talking about what we're seeing in the uh, media industry in terms of the growth of digital content and digital advertising. But my goal, my sole mission with BloxCast is to have some engaging interviews and discussions with some folks who are very passionate in this industry about taking digital media forward into 2020 and beyond. And I'm really excited because my first guest is a gentleman uh, named Guy Tasaka. And if you have ever attended a media association event, whether it be hosted by the local media association or by Inland or by uh, state associations throughout the U.S., you've definitely probably attended a seminar or a presentation by Guy Tasaka about over-the-top or OTT video streaming services. I joke that Guy is the godfather of OTT when it comes to implementing the technology in the local media space. It is a, a technology and a service and a vision that Guy has been very passionate about for several years. And why I'm very excited about talking to Guy, I'm even more excited about the fact that um, townnews.com, the company that I have the privilege of working for, has acquired the OTT technology developed by Guy and his team at Calkins Digital. And we are very proud to announce that we are now taking to market Blocks OTT. And we are now able to offer the video streaming services that Guy's team has developed to our 1,700 partners nationwide and outside of the U.S. borders. So that said, I thought it'd be a great time to sit down and talk with Guy Tasaka. We were together a few weeks ago at the townnews.com headquarters in Moline, Illinois, in the beautiful Quad Cities region, as we were wrapping up the transition of the OTT services and products from Calkins Digital to townnews.com. Guy and I had the chance to uh, jump in a conference room and spend about 20 minutes talking uh, OTT talking uh, uh, how to monetize the platform, talking about what type of content works well uh, for those who are ingesting uh, news and information through different platforms such as Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku. And then just talking about the digital media landscape in general. So without further ado, welcome to episode one of BloxCast and my conversation with Guy Tasaka. Well, Guy, thanks for sitting down with me today. OTT, over the top, streaming video. It's been something that you've been very passionate about the last few years uh, in your role as uh, Chief Digital Officer with Calkins Digital. You've been to about every conference uh, around the world almost, being the ambassador of OTT. I joke that you're the godfather of OTT for local media. 
what has driven this passion for you for this for this vertical and why do you think local media needs to be all in on, a, on an OTT strategy thanks Rick um, the ambassador for OTT um, I like the godfather the, the godfather of OTT um, so I think it goes taking a step even further back from OTT from uh, my, my days of publishing, I've always looked at digital and the internet and whatever the next digital platform as being the great democratizer. And, um, you know, going from uh, big media to small media, I thought that there was this huge opportunity for OTT. We started down the path in uh, 2012 and we looked at um, what was the next great publishing platform going to be. And we saw um, Roku, um, Roku and then Apple TV pop up as opportunities. I had owned an, uh, a Roku from the third month that it had been around and saw this as a great publishing platform. If only I could think of a great idea to, to put on there. So fast forward to 2012, I got to Calkins Media, uh, which was a local media company based in uh, Pennsylvania with newspapers in uh, Eastern and Western PA and TV stations in uh, the Southeast part of the United States. And what we were looking for was um, the opportunity to create a national play, I guess, um, to be able to reach outside of the boundaries. Um, local geographies being your strength and your weakness. You can only grow to the edge of your boundaries. So we looked at OTT as being able to extend our brand to a much bigger audience, whether it be a niche or uh, niche national, we thought that if we could create the platform, it would give us the ability to grow beyond local. What makes, I mean, you have worked with several media companies on developing an OTT strategy, not only at the content level, but on the revenues side as well. Let's talk content first. Um, I'm a small broadcasting company. I'm a local newspaper publisher. Um, you're trying to convince me to uh, go all in on OTT and to launch a channel. From a content standpoint, what do I need to be thinking about? I think you need to be thinking about what's utilitarian to my audience. Um, you now own a TV station within your geography. What's going to get people to come to that TV station on OTT platforms? And what kind of really relevant information can you provide? Um, high school sports information, uh, local events, upcoming events. You can be the local, the hyper-local TV station. Uh, if you look at what a, what a broadcaster, uh, the broadcast model does, it's a high capital expense model that needs to recoup its costs by serving a very large geographic market. Well, if you look at OTT, OTT is a very hyper-local, hyper-targeted um, distribution mechanisms so that you can create a hyper local TV station. If you can serve a super serve a, a smaller market of 10,000 or 20,000, you can create highly relevant information. You don't need to create 24 7, but just very, very um, utilitarian information. And that's something that we had been evangelizing uh, linear, the linear TV model. Um, we, we joke about how. No, we joke. We, we talk about how TVs consume very differently now. Um, and we talk about ambient TV. What do you leave on in the background while you're getting ready in the morning? What do you leave on when you're getting dinner ready? 
and it's just being able to address a market in a very uh, uh, audio and visual way that print just can't do. Um, websites just can't do. Mobile just can't do. It's just really being present in the home. And that's what the, the content strategy that we were trying to um, really evangelize. We had a couple of uh, markets start to experiment with it, some of the, our own Calkins market, but nobody really took it to that next level. And that's really what I'm, I'm, I'm hoping happens with, uh, with uh, the new town news ownership of our OTT platform. You bring up a good point about having OTT or having video in the background, Am ambient video. I travel a lot for work. I spent three hours two nights ago knocking out my emails. What was playing in the background? It wasn't the TV. It was HBO Go on my iPad. Um, my, I have a 17-year-old and a 14-year-old daughters. They don't watch TV. They watch video holding their iPhone about five you know, inches in front of their face watching Netflix, other streaming video services. To me, that's why it's so important for not only you know television stations, broadcast companies, but also newspapers to be on that device, to be on that iPad, to be on that iPhone. Would you agree? Because that's that's where the audience is going. Absolutely, and and you say something really interesting about um, a lot of videos being created right now by media companies, and it's really social video, uh, which is things that can be played on your phone when it's a foot away from your face without sound, which is completely different with, than what OTT video needs to be. If you believe in the ambient video uh, model, then you need, to, you need video that plays with your head down. Uh, I'm, doing, I'm knocking out emails, the video's playing in the background. There's an event coming up this Saturday. Now I'm gonna look up. Exactly. And um, uh, um, an industry colleague said, um, said to me, we have thousands of, of, of video clips, but it's all created for mobile video, a social video that we just can't translate over to OTT. So, you know, it's, it's really, that's part of the content strategy. In, in, in a lot of ways, it almost works, lends itself to, to audio and podcasting with B-roll. Mm -hmm. You know, so it, it's, it's the wild west right now. I think the, uh, the, the platforms and the or the the content and the um, monetization really needs to be worked out but I think you need to be there and um, I think for local media companies you need to occupy that space on the next platform there's only so many so many opportunities to be San Antonio TV or Moline TV there's only one person that can claim that space when you uh, when you do a search for what do I watch in my market, you're not going to type in a call letter. You're going to call type in your city name. So Branding. you yeah. better own that brand. You better and there is a search engine optimization on, on on app stores. You better make sure that you're optimized to show up for that city name and not the call letters because call letters numbers are really a a thing uh, of, of the old platform. So I think publishers, both publishers and broadcasters need to think, how are people looking for news and information for their market? They're not looking for your brand. They're looking for news and information about that market. And make sure your branding and your metadata and your descriptions lend itself to being found in the stores. The stores are only gonna get bigger.
and discovery is going to be a bigger and bigger challenge. We know where the audience is going, okay? But I'm, I'm Mr. Publisher, I'm Ms. CEO, and they are really focused on two things when they look at a new platform. How much is it going to cost to get me into the space, and how much revenue will I be able to generate? Let's talk about cost. I mean, to do this at whether you're a large metro paper or a small paper, the investment, I mean, obviously you have the platform, which we'll talk about what, you know, what's going on with, with OTT and townnews.com here shortly. But, you know, at the local level, you know, to do video for OTT, what is required? You know, it can be, I'm sure, as grand as having a studio in a newsroom, or it can probably be as simple as, you know, video in the field with reporters. I think that the, um, it's going to sound weird, but I think when I say it, people understand. Um, you need somebody who's passionate about it. If you make it, if, if it's somebody who inherits it as their job, um, they're not going to see the ins and outs and the opportunities there. If, if you have this person that just loves it, owns it, understands how they use it, that's 90% of the problem. They'll be the ones that'll go out and sell the vision to the content team and the revenue team and be the person you want to take out into the market. I think um, you mentioned that I was passionate and I evangelize it. I think you need to find that person inside of the organization. Who's, and it may be you know, somebody who's maybe very junior because that's who the card cutters are. Those are the that's people true. who only understand what a Roku is. They've never, you know, the, 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 the concept of a cable subscription is foreign. So you need, you know, the industry is started by saying, where's the audience going? It's going toward cord cutting. It's not going toward cable subscribing. It's going toward Hulu being your primary source of programming and not, you know, ABC, um, uh, the channel. So I think you need somebody who really understands the, the nuances of the platforms and really have that person own it. And it, like I said, it might be somebody very junior who's two years out of college but they're the ones that understand it and can sell that vision into the organization. Um, it's not expensive. Um, one of the, every, at, at Calkins, we believed that we would um, go out and do shows and they were, they were long shows. I think that um, was actually, maybe if we have another conversation, Rick, I can, I can show um, the thing I described as the, the video chasm. Actually, well, let's talk about the video casting okay. right now. Okay. Um, you piqued my interest. All right. So, because you're going to edit this. So, <laughs> so, what the video chasm is, is audience and effort. So, so editor goes, we're going to do video. Rallies the troops. Everybody goes out. They start shooting video. They start training on video. So, your effort is really high. And they say, we're going to do monitor. We're going to sell video. And the sales teams go out and they char charge out and they get these sponsorships getting people excited about the effort that they're making on the content side, and it all starts here. I know where you're going, yeah. And then what happens is the sales team starts having to justify these tiny audiences that come along, mm -hmm. and the sales team will be able to sell the first level of sponsors. Then it's gonna drop off because the, the audience grows a lot slower than your effort. So, and because the revenue falls off, the content creation falls off. So your effort drops off. 
but ultimately you're if you if you keep pounding at it you're you, you're going to get out here to the point of monetization but most people and I, the reason i call it chasm they give up right here they give up between the time you yeah. start it and the time you can actually make money doing it and, and that's why i think you'd have to you have to give this project a couple of years you know don't you think so i mean at least if you're going to do this and go all you know do ott and do it right so it's a minimum of two year so one of the things we didn't talk about was um linear and what we identified was that linear which is just like tv it's not video on demand it's linear it's always on and in ott it's a great opportunity to stream yeah it's a great opportunity to stream linear tv well the, the, the graph there, if in the first part, in that first part where you're doing a lot of effort and you're creating a lot of content, that content can be turned into linear TV. It depends what you do in that first part. If you create these long form things that'll just sit on the shelf, a lot of people like to go out and create um, mini docs. You know, the, these hard hitting big J docs that are not gonna get a lot of play. But if you go out and do a lot of, you know, uh, create a lot of content marketing type of pieces, yeah, informationals, uh, what did I used to call them, Edu edutainment, informationals or edutainment, things that can be repurposed into the linear stream, now you can take the big effort that you made in the beginning, use it here and create linear a linear stream, which you don't need huge audiences. You need small audiences to generate. You need you can generate a seven-figure income off of a three-figure audience with in linear. And maybe in a future podcast, Rick, we can talk there about it. But 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 it's all about the effort. It, what kind of content you create in that initial effort? If you create evergreen, informational. And then on the on the flip side, your advertising is not sponsorships, it's content marketing. You know, now you look up, you have 500 content pieces that you can turn into your ambient linear channel. And, you know, that's how you bridge the chasm. And I have numbers to show you, but it's, it's something that we've evangelized for a long time uh, in sit down conversations with you know, a lot of the really interesting pub interested publishers. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's incredibly simple and clear on how to get there. Um, it's just the, 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 the sequence of how you do your video and what your content strategy is. Um, reporter videos are not very interesting. Uh, I'll be really honest, reporter videos are not very interesting. Uh, mini docs, might be interesting to a small segment of people, but for the, for the amount of effort that it takes, you're never gonna make your money back. So what works the best on the content side? Um, you know, things that are, are relevant, useful, and evergreen. I think those are the- Cooking shows. Cooking, uh, I don't know if it, gardening shows, um, you know, um, so ref reviews of local, um, of local uh, restaurants and mm -hmm. businesses and, uh, profiles of you know local companies if you can make it relevant don't make it about you know none of everything I'm describing doesn't work on TV you know like it doesn't work on TV because there's no home for it on TV 
But if you're thinking that my end game is to create a an ambient video station where there's something for everybody, and you know it becomes your um, local t your hyper local super served TV channel for a smaller market, for I think OTT works incredibly well, and. Um, you know, I, I'm sorry. You can tell I'm I'm passionate about. No, I you love. Know, I mean, that's that what I love. And I mean, you know, I've watched you speak on OTT for for several years, and it's the passion that comes through that that I know not only myself but many people appreciate and respect and understand. And so, let's say a publisher is passionate about doing OTT. Three simple ways to generate revenue through the platform. Through the platform, um, I still go back to. Um, Still go back to linear. Linear is the uh, linear that that always on stream is really the. Um, it, it's what drives engagement. It's what drives adoption. It's what drives monetization. Uh, a lot of times, people will start out with a VOD, you know, video on demand segment. You, you think about it. If you're in a small market, if you got a million video views a month, which is almost impossible in a small market, and you sold it at um, ten dollars CPM. Think about it. A million video views is a thousand thousand. So you just made ten thousand dollars for that month for all the effort and the impossible audience or traffic that you're going to try to drive. And that's why, you know, we've we've always believed that linear works very very well with very small audiences. Um, so how does the how do you monetize linear though? I, mean, um, I get that it plays in the background. You're, sure. you're you're playing video nonstop, but where where do the ads fall in? It's um, it's traditional TV. I mean, if you look, if you watch your traditional TV program, you have uh, 40, uh, 40 minutes of of content per hour and twenty minutes of advertising. So it's it's running a you know a two to one, right? Two to one ratio of ads to edit. If you go to a even a more uh, a hyper local channel where the audience uh, where the advertising is as important as the content. You could go 50-50 and have you know, a lot of content marketing pieces. So um, you would just deliver it in a, in a, in a stream. And because of the, um, the, the technology that's in place in OTT, you can actually deliver something that a TV station cannot, which is how many people are watching that linear channel every minute. So, you know, figure it out on a CPM basis. If you're selling a $10 CPM ad, you know, for not a big audience, that's, that's a pretty, that's a seven-figure income with a very small audience. And, you know, that's, that's, I think, in my opinion, that's the best way for smaller publishers and smaller markets to be able to monetize OTT very quickly. So you can generate revenue with Linear, Obviously, you can also generate revenue with with VOD, video on demand. I would think the third one, not to take not to take the the thought off of your mind, but the third one is doing something like what KSL is doing, which is native, yeah, native video, having a, na a native channel um, to where basically they're doing um, sponsored pieces of content, whether it be a cooking show sponsored yep. by a local restaurant or a auto show sponsored by a dealer featuring that dealer, right? That was one of the things that we had uh, when we first launched our channel in 20, 2013 for the Calkins Group. We um, 
if you think about what the uh, channel looks like and you have tiles, a tile is a saleable piece. So XY uh, McCaffrey's uh, supermarket can sponsor that tile, be in every single stream. And inside of that tile is a cooking show sponsored by, by McCaffrey's. McCaffrey's is a, is a supermarket in, in, um, in Pennsylvania. But absolutely, native, uh, native video content marketing, it's, it's a huge piece of, um, I think, how local companies can get advertisers really involved. The other thing that um, you can do is you can create a, a specific channel for that advertiser. McCaffrey, uh, and we've not done, full disclosure, we've not done it with McCaffrey's, but for, for a, a supermarket player, you could create your own OTT app for their own OTT app for them and fill it up with their content, um, content marketing videos as a play. So, or better yet, you put, you can do it in two places. You can build them their own um, OTT app and you can run their content in your channel as well for, for visibility and discovery. So it's, it's, it's the wild west in OTT. I just hope that publishers take advantage of this opportunity. You know, and broadcast, they've been, you know, having sponsored segments, sponsored weather with the logo at the bottom of, of you know, uh, in the lower third for a long time. And they have the creative services teams to go out and shoot, you know, these videos that are for not only maybe a segment on the morning show, but then it's also turned into a native segment on OTT. Mm -hmm. Newspapers can do this too, though. Absolutely. You know, newspapers are doing really great things with native content, local native content on their website with a photo and obviously a story, why not shoot video, have that video on the web, but then also have that video on, on their OTT channel as well. So newspapers can definitely take advantage of this, uh, of a way to monetize with native. Absolutely, well. the more places you can get, the more places you can repurpose the video that you shoot for your website, you know, it, OTT lends itself to video views. Um, you know, it's 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 a natural it's a natural progression. Guy, one big question that I've had recently is, you know, obviously there's a lot of players where you can watch, you know, live broadcast on various devices. There's YouTube TV, there's Sling, there's Sony PlayStation View, and I'm Hulu. So, you know, you can watch your ABC stations, your local affiliates on in many markets on those devices or through those platforms. Why would a local broadcaster or a broadcast group still need to have an OTT strategy if they're on those devices through those platforms as well? Sure, I, I think they absolutely need to be on those um, new virtual MVPD or the, the, the new cable companies um, because they need to get their content everywhere. I think um, having their own branded OTT channel, they get to control the experience. They get to um, put exclusive content up there they get to sell into it and keep 100 percent of their advertising revenue i think i don't think it's an either or i mean i don't think it's an either or i think it's an and and i think that owning their own um, ott experience is going to be critical to their business going forward so the big news um, that is uh, being released very soon or might be released by the time this podcast is being listened to is that the Calkins Digital OTT platform is being acquired by townnews.com. Um, very exciting news. 
obviously personally for me, but I also know, um, you know, Calkins for a long time, especially in your role. Uh, Calkins was a, a great partner of townnews.com. Uh, you have worked very closely with us for the past few years, not only with what you're doing with OTT, but also with your websites and, and different mobile strategies as well. Um, talk a little bit about what you see the future being for uh, the current OTT partners that are coming over to townnews.com and then also for folks who uh, may be partnering with Town News's OTT platform in the future. Sure. Um... We're really excited. Everybody on the team is really excited about the uh, the acquisition, and we, it couldn't have gone to a better place. Uh, when we came to the realization that um, we just couldn't grow to the, the the way that we wanted to, Town News made absolutely the most sense with your. Um, uh, we've been huge fans of Town News, so that was it was a no brainer. Um, I think for our existing. Um, clients and 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 prospects uh, can't say enough about the uh, level of support that I think uh, town news will provide and um, you know the the roadmap will continue to evolve we've had uh, two really good years with really really innovative and progressive clients that really built out our roadmap and helped us uh, move things forward beyond uh, what we had built at Calkins you know, what's exciting, too, uh, is being able to now offer a stronger product suite at Town News, especially for broadcast partners. You know, we have a, an extremely innovative and robust, you know, digital content management system. Um, we are doing some things uh, very soon to enhance our video management capabilities. Um, and we're also looking to develop a very unique um, and launch a very unique mobile uh, platform as well. But OTT is a big part of that. Uh, so now being able to co and offer that full suite of products to broadcast partners uh, is really exciting. And uh, I don't know how many people know this, but Calkins was actually the first broadcasters that used um, Town News as our um, content management system. Uh, when we first got to Calkins in 2012, we wanted to standardize our um, newspaper and TV stations on a single CMS platform. And... Um, unsolicited uh, feedback from some of our GMs who had never used Town News before, who came into Calkins unsure of, hey, you know, what can we do with this? Unsolicited, um, they came up to me and said, that was a great uh, choice. There's so many things that we didn't even know we could do with the Town News platform. So, you know, I think um, we can, and this is not a Town News commercial, even though you're interviewing me. Um, I, you know, we were big fans of Town News, moving them over to um, uh, our broadcast properties. And there are several uh, of your clients, broadcast clients, that actually followed what we had built out at some of the Calkins uh, properties, um, CMS, uh, OTT, and video management solutions. So it's a, it's a nice stack that really works well for broadcasters. If, um, you know, if I were... You know, chief digital officer of a broadcast group, I would certainly uh, consider um, the town news stack over you know what, what's currently out there. We'll wrap up by going three years in the future. Uh, the year is 2020. How many broadcast companies, stations, and, and let's just throw a percentage out there, do you think will be actively in, 
in the OTT space and having success, not just launching a channel, but actually uh, being revenue positive and having a success with the, with the platform. Oh goodness, I, I hope all. Um, you know, I look at uh, the uh, the anal- an analog between uh, mobile and newspapers and OTT and broadcast. And you look at, um, you know, a newspaper was uh, portable news and information. Well, that's the phone now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we use the phone exactly like we use the newspaper. Um, OTT is going to be exactly how we use broadcast with more interactivity, more ability to target, more highly relevant information for the end user. So uh, I think it's it's the next extension of broadcast. In fact, the way that we say we print things or we we, we, we tape things, you know, mm-hmm. we're o- OTT and, and broadcast is going to be the same word. Well, Guy, thank you. And, you know, one thing I will say is uh, I've always, again, appreciated uh, your passion for not only OTT and, and video streaming, but just everything digital within the media landscape. I, I think you and I would agree that, you know, media companies, whether they be newspapers, broadcast, pure plays, you know, have to embrace a digital culture, a digital mindset uh, for the future. And I appreciate your passion for, for everything digital and I appreciate you being on the podcast today. Uh, thank you. And um, one thing, one, one just one last note, interesting what oh, you just yeah. said is um, we always believed at Calkins that we needed to cannibalize ourselves. And I think um, one of the most successful OTT platform or OTT businesses uh, on the local space is um, WWSB, which was one of the Calkins properties. Um, it uh, is the most, uh, I want to say the most successful local uh, OTT property. And it was because the general manager of that station, the group vice president, said, I have to cannibalize myself. This isn't going to be around forever. And he pulled out all the stops. So I guess that's the, the, the takeaway is you have to learn how to cannibalize yourself. You have to learn how would I disrupt myself. And I think that opens up a lot of um, ideas and opportunities when, when a local media is the company's the one that thinks about it that way, not the pure play sitting across the street. Awesome. Thanks, Guy. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Well, there you have it. The first official BlocksCast episode one is in the books. I can't thank our guest, Guy Tasaka, enough for sharing his vision of all things OTT. And we look forward to bringing you future episodes of BlocksCast, where we'll be talking with other visionaries in the digital media field. Hopefully, we'll be able to share some best practices in other areas of all things digital media. I know one thing that we will be talking about very shortly will be audience monetization and how you can drive subscription revenue, not only on the print side, but more importantly, with your digital audience as well. But for right now, we're going to sign off. Again, this is Rick Rogers, VP of townnews.com, bringing you episode one of Blockscast.